Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Savvy Time, the podcast. My name is Astrid Zegazara, and I'm your host. And on this podcast, I like to educate and motivate on topics relating to wellness, self improvement, and the art of aligning, of staying connected to your truest self. Today, we're going to discuss about emotional intelligence, also known as emotional maturity, or I'm pretty sure you've also heard the term EQ, I mean the abbreviation EQ. So what is it and how it plays a big role in our lives? I consider it as a necessary skill or mostly a necessary trait because it does have an impact on everything in your life. So I'm actually really excited to speak about this today. And just a disclaimer that I'm not a psychologist or a healthcare professional. I'm a young lady who enjoys to educate herself on certain topics. And everything that I say, take it with a grain of salt. And I will tell you about some sources that I really like to, I guess, go on to teach myself about this towards the end of the episode. So make sure you listen to the end. But anyway, let's begin. So what is emotional intelligence? Emotional intelligence is the ability to understand and control your emotions as well as understanding other people's emotions. We have two minds. We have the rational mind and we also have the emotional mind. The rational mind is comprehensive and the emotional mind is impulsive. And I found this really interesting because it makes sense to me on how these two actually work together. And these two minds, they're always communicating with each other to guide us in making decisions because our emotional mind alone cannot make decisions. It's going to be a mess. And our rational mind alone cannot just make decisions based off intellect. So thoughts, they are necessary to feelings and feelings are necessary to thoughts. But if our emotions are too strong, they can take over our rationality. And that tends to happen quite often, and that's okay. We're going to try to, I guess, fix that today. (laughs) But anyway, all emotions have a unique role, and all of those roles lead to an action. When we're angry, when we're upset, when we're happy, when we're frightened, they all have a unique role. And it actually communicates it to different parts of the body depending on the emotion that you're having, just that it can have the proper reaction. Why is emotional intelligence important? Because it's key to succeed in whatever you wish to succeed in. You see, a long time ago, I was actually having a conversation with my mom. She was watching a video and I think it was a psychologist who was being interviewed. I think they were being interviewed. I don't really remember. That was a long time ago. But my mom told me that in that video that she watched... That person said that in order to be disciplined, you need emotional intelligence. And after my mom told me that, let me tell you, my mind was going at 100 miles per hour trying to figure out how they correlated because this was when I was younger and I had recently discovered what emotional intelligence was and I was just beginning to learn about it. So I was really trying to comprehend how the two correlated, but now after a while that I've learned about it it makes so much sense because if you want to succeed you need discipline when you begin something whether it's a habit for your personal well-being or a habit to help you in your career whatever it may be whatever you begin what gets you started is motivation right 
And how do you keep that motivation going? How do you keep that new thing that you started? You keep it with discipline. An example, okay? You're motivated. You started a business and you're getting a ton of ideas and you have the urge to work on it 24-7. But maybe one day you're feeling really lazy. You're fine. Like, like you're fine. But maybe you're feeling unmotivated, lazy. And keep in mind, keyword is feeling. You let that feeling take over. You let it take over once. And maybe you let it take over the second time. And then that creates inconsistency. Okay? But let's change the scenario. You're feeling lazy, you're feeling unmotivated, but you know that if you work that day, it's going to take you one step closer to that goal you set. That goal is, let's say, making five more sales that week, right? And despite what you're feeling, you work anyway. You did not ignore your feelings, instead you were self-aware and managed them, and that's discipline. And when you're disciplined, you succeed. So now that that makes so much sense to me now because it makes sense. (laughs) I hope it makes sense to you too, but it really does work together. Being self-aware of your emotions, knowing how to properly handle them, learning to process them can keep you out of unwanted situations and also benefit you in every aspect of your life, your relationships, your friendships, your communication and social skills, you know, anything that you do. Accepting criticism, your motivation, understanding others' emotions, knowing how to ask the right questions, knowing how to react, or knowing when to not react at all, problem solving, having empathy, all of this I mentioned that is emotional intelligence. It's not, I'm feeling so sad today, let's drink it away, and no judgment, actually maybe just a little bit of judgment, but what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? If you're doing that respectfully, what are you doing? Acknowledge the feeling. Don't suppress it. Learn to handle it and have self-regulation. Keep yourself in check. I just mentioned how emotional intelligence can impact your relationship. So let me give you an example. Your partner tells you, hey, when you said this, it hurt my feelings. And then you get offended or your butt hurt and you raise your voice or give them the silent treatment or you get all defensive, first off is get it together. And second, put yourself in their shoes. Understand that their emotions are valid. Take accountability for your actions and ask the right questions. Without attacking them, without pointing fingers, this goes both ways. It should not be one-sided. That is when emotional intelligence comes to play understanding someone else's emotions as well. Another example, let's say you're talking to your boss, a friend, a family member, and something doesn't go your way, so you get angry, right? You begin to raise your voice, you're allowing your emotions to take over, you're being reactive. That is a time to take a step back. Take a deep breath, that's self-regulation, and when you're ready to return to the conversation, You may, but this time you're going to be calm. You're going to have a clear mind so you don't say anything you might regret or react in a way you might regret. Be proactive. 
not reactive. Now, this does not mean allowing people to walk all over you or tolerating disrespect. Definitely not. I'm not encouraging that at all. It just means knowing how to handle it and do better than someone who possibly has a, a low EQ. Who possibly, I said possibly, has a low EQ. We're a species that feels and that also thinks. So let's act like it. LOL. No, jokes. But with the examples I provided, you notice how the one usually in charge is our emotional mind? Do you notice how the two work together? It's so important to remember that we won't always be in control of situations, of how others feel, of how others react, and some things are really out of our control and there's nothing that we can do. But what we can control is keeping our emotions in check. We can control how we react, how we respond, and we can control our perspective. We can always shift our perspective. We can control our mind. I read that as humans, as a civilization, we have developed so quickly that our minds, our biology, hasn't fully evolved yet to deal with certain dilemmas we face today. Isn't that interesting? Like, it's we've been around for millions of years and we still haven't fully evolved. <laughs> but that's why it's important to educate yourself about this topic. And now that we have information everywhere, we have the privilege to educate ourselves and not only educate ourselves, but also putting it into action because knowledge is power. But what's it worth if you don't put it to work? Am I right? Or am I right? <laughs> I'm right. Okay. Anyway, I'm going to share a story with you that happened a few days ago. You see, I almost yelled at someone at CVS the other day. I was at work and when I know we're talking about emotional intelligence, but this is just to provide you an example. Maybe maybe it wasn't emotional intelligence, but I just want I just wanted to share this story anyways, but I was at work and one of my coworkers were not feeling well. So I run to CVS right around the corner and while I'm grabbing Gatorade and a few other goodies for her, a CVS employee asked me if I needed help with something and I politely, politely replied saying, I'm fine, thank you. I smiled, I'm soft, I'm gentle. I said, I'm fine, thank you. That's it. I go on minding my business. So then I'm on the phone with her manager, with my coworker's manager which is also my other coworker, and I'm on the phone explaining what's going on and all, so then I go to the aisle that the employee was at because, unfortunately, what I needed was in that aisle, so I placed my things on a shelf where the coffee boxes were at, you know, where the coffee was at. I only had three things, only three. I placed them on the shelf, because I was on the phone trying to hear what I was being asked. And then the employee passed by with his car and says, excuse me. So obviously I move over, but I realize that I am squeezing myself for him to pass by with his car. And I realized that he had enough space because it was a wide aisle. It wasn't a tiny aisle. It was pretty wide. And I thought to myself, it, it was a tad bit weird, but I ignored it, right? And then he goes to the coffee shelf. And I'm next, I'm, I'm right, I'm, I'm in front of the coffee shelf. I'm right next to my things. And he literally sees that those things are mine. And he sees that I am on the phone, right? And he asks, are these your things? And I politely reply with, yes, I'm on the phone. 
right? I am saying she is not feeling well, so I'm at CVS buying her a few things. You know, CVS is always quiet, and that employee, that man, asks, do you want coffee too? In a teasing way. He was, like, teasing me, and he was so close. We were not even three feet apart. He was so close to me, and I swear I was losing it, and I almost yelled at him, can't you see I'm on the beep phone? I was like, my friend is not feeling well, but I I really, I, I really, like, planned it out in my head, right? But instead, I just grabbed my things, I paid, and I left. He wasn't even giving me enough room to grab my things, so it seemed as if he was going out of his way to annoy someone, so it was not worth reacting. But I really had the urge to react because I was aggravated. But I didn't, because it did not deserve my time or my energy. That's my story. I have plenty, but this is the most recent one. So if you're ever in a situation that you're really aggravated and you want to react, just remember about my story (laughs) and remember that I didn't react no matter how annoyed I was. It's a stranger. I don't know how they can react. So I just, I walked away. I walked away. Before I go, I do have this week's challenge. So I challenge you to do something for your EQ. If you're in a situation and you really want to react like me, I want you to take a deep breath, self-regulate, and I want you to keep track of your emotions and keep track on your reactions as well. Write it down if you have to, but be mindful how you handle them and see what you can improve. If there's a certain emotion or, I don't know, a certain situation that you notice you react really well compared to another type of emotion or situation try to see how you can take something from the good reaction and improve the bad reaction with that good one I really hope that made sense but do you see what I'm trying what I'm trying to say take something learn something from the good reaction and see how you can apply it to the one that you need to improve on if you want to learn more about this topic there are great websites who go into depth about it and also videos that you can find on YouTube one of my favorite accounts is psych2go I'm not really sure if I'm allowed to say this but I'll be saying it anyways. It's like to go. Um, And also, Daniel Goleman has a book on emotional intelligence. Thanks to his book, I learned about our two different minds. I actually picked it up for today's episode, but I have not finished reading it. I did not. But um, it's a really good book so far, so I suggest it to anyone who's interested. And also, I think Stephen Covey and... Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I think he talks about this too. I think it's only a little bit though. I I remember he gave an insight. It's been a while since I last read it, but he does provide an insight on it. And please remember to take everything I say with a grain of salt. Remember to always do your own research. If you're listening to a video, a podcast, do your own research. I always encourage that. But anyway, now it's time for the affirmation. So today's affirmation is you are in control of your emotions. Yes, you are. You are in control of your emotions. I am in control of my emotions. Repeat it after me. I am in control of my emotions. And the question, if you would like to reflect, is what makes my emotions feel out of control? And what actions can I take to feel more in control of my emotions? 
But anyway, thank you for joining me. That's all I have for you today. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to leave a five-star rating so that we can continue to grow our Savvy Time community. It takes less than five seconds. Remember, be proactive and not reactive. I will talk to you next Sunday and I hope you have a blessed and prosperous day.